everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Visualize You Show. I can't believe we're at 40 already. I feel like we need a fanfare or something. Maybe I'll add one in. So doing something slightly different today. So I wanted to reflect back on some of the old episodes that I have done. This week in particular has been really strange, really difficult. I've spoken to lots of people who've had a hard time this week. And it got me thinking about resilience and it got me thinking about our superpowers and our skills and experiences. And it reminded me of a recording that I did not so long ago that I want to share with you all about resilience. So I'm going to do that. But then I also wanted to share some of the answers to the question, what are your superpowers? I always ask the guests on my show what they think their superpowers are. Because I don't think we do it enough. We don't ask ourselves this question. We don't recognise and acknowledge how amazing we are. I did a similar episode around Christmas time and I haven't done it with my most recent guests. So I thought I would share with you their thoughts on what their superpowers are as well. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Visualize You podcast. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and each week on the show, we will talk about how you can pivot in your career and create a business that is more in alignment with your true soul's calling. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already, so you can learn the practical skills that will help you do the same. I'll also deliver training and bring experts onto the show to help you recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident, feeling ready to pivot, package, promote, and profit from your career and life experiences. Now resilience for me is having that ability to navigate any storm by using your existing skills and tools that you have amassed over your life's journey and that make you you and are there inside of you or as I like to visualize inside your little boat of life. Now, as you've probably gleaned from the name of the show, Visualize You, I like to use visual representation and I like to visualize our beautiful selves sat in our boat on this big expansive ocean, bobbing up and down to the waves and motion of the water and being able to maintain our balance, our equilibrium, as we navigate the storms that we sometimes find ourselves in. If you are going through a particularly difficult time right now, know that the universe never presents you with a challenge that you are not able to navigate and overcome. And really think about that for a second. Think of a time when you were going through great adversity and yet here you are today listening to this podcast and you're able to tell your story of how you made it through. You did that. You used your skills, you used your experiences, maybe you used your support networks, maybe you asked for help. However you did it, you made it through that storm and you continue to stay afloat, bobbing to the motion of the seas long after the storm has passed. Now, one of the things I always ask my guests on the show is what is their superpower? And I ask this question because as human beings, we tend to be quite humble for the most part and we find it hard to blow our own trumpets. We find it hard to shout about our skills or our successes, our uniqueness. And so my tip for you today is to take the time to really reflect and think about what your superpowers might be. Because when you can name those skills, you can use them. Almost like a life jacket when life gets really hard and you need some self-love and compassion to keep yourself afloat. 
So to start, you can make a list of your talents, your qualities, values, your accomplishments, have them written down and always have them to look back on and act as a reminder when things are getting rough for you. Here are some questions that you could ask yourself. Number one, what are your greatest talents and skills? Now, this isn't meant to be like a CV or a resume. In fact, try to start by detaching your responses from the work environment because sometimes we find it hard to pivot or change direction because we are so closely identifying with our work and our careers that we find it hard to see ourselves doing something completely different. So try and think about your talents and skills from a more holistic viewpoint if you can. Question number two, what are your five greatest strengths? Maybe you're hardworking, honest, determined, productive, creative. Question three, what are the values that you hold nearest to your heart? Now, this is an important question because it will act as an anchor when you are going through a difficult time. Maybe you might have a difficult decision to make and perhaps you could be swayed to do something rash because of the pressure you find yourself under. So remembering what your values are will allow you to stay strong and resilient in any situation and will allow you to make sound choices based on your soul's calling. Question four, what three things would you say are your greatest accomplishments in life? It's really important to celebrate your successes long after they have happened. They are part of your story, they are part of who you are, and they will, as well as lifting you up, will also inspire others. And finally, question five, list 10 things that you are. Now this one might require you to go deep and do some introspection, but this one is really about getting clarity on your uniqueness and your amazing character and traits. You can also ask your friends and family to tell you what they would consider you to be the go-to gal or guy for. And you might be surprised by all the wonderful things that come up for you. I really hope these questions will allow you to get some clarity on how amazing you are and that you can use them to stay resilient when times get hard. Maybe even pick one main superpower and imagine this positive name or label, if you wish, on the side of your boat or even better on the side of your ship. Now remember that you can weather any storm and I absolutely promise a lot less of the boat analogies. And I think it's important for listeners to hear how we start out and how we end up doing what we're doing and how we can take our experience from different things. Absolutely. I've tempted carpet companies. I've, I was, I worked in real estate for a while. I, where else did I work? I worked at a college bookstore. I've worked at a bar. Like I've worked at all of these places and every single one of those jobs has helped me in some way when it comes to serving my clients or growing my business. And I think that it's really important to not discount the experience that you have. I remember volunteering for a charity, putting and, and helping to put together a gala. And that was my first insight into what event planning. Uh-huh. And now I write copy. So it, it all comes together and all of the experience that people have can really affect the way that they serve their clients, if they're a service provider, the way they put content out there and just run your business. I really think my, my biggest strength has learned how to help people understand their own business. This feels so braggy, but I can walk in and sit down with a handmade business and they, I can spend half an hour with them and I can instantly have a map of here are the steps you need to take to get to where you need to go. Yeah. But, but the biggest challenge is getting that business owner to see those steps. And so I really think that's my superpowers. I can sit there and help them 
come to these ideas on their own and realize that they already have the knowledge that they need to get their business where they need to go. They just Mm -hmm. need to be confident in it. Yeah. That's a great superpower and a massive help, I'm sure, to the, to the businesses that you, you're working with. So I'm choosing two superpowers. Okay. <laughs> One is holding space for people. So I mentioned that in the context of massage work, but I've discovered that I'm able to hold supportive, non-judgmental space for people to learn and grow within. So that's one of them. Yeah. And the other is about strategy and execution. So someone is like, I've been thinking about doing this. And within the next five minutes, I'm like, all right, here's your five-year plan. (laughs) I've got it all mapped out for them. So I don't know what you would call that, but a real excitement about how to get things done and the steps you want to take to move through those. It's like having that helicopter view. Yes. Yeah. The roadmap for somebody. Um, Yeah. I think that's so important because I think sometimes when you're in the detail when you're that person in the detail of it Mm. you can't necessarily see that big picture so I think Mm. for you to be able to first of all hold that space for somebody to be Mm. non-judgmental but then actually to help them to create that vision that's that's a really powerful yeah an amazing superpower so can I ask do you talk about what yours is have you already talked about that I think my superpowers are I'm definitely intuitive I sense and hear almost things that aren't being said in a lot of different people. And I think mm-hmm. my other superpower is that I'm just default positivity, I think. I think I haven't always been that way, but definitely if something bad happens, I'm instantly there. And um I don't stay I don't stay down for for very long at all. Mm. So um I'd that's a big one. To, yeah, I'd love to be able to help more people to be able to find that default button a, a lot quicker. So I can tell you my negative superpowers. I'm not a very tolerant person, I will admit that uh, when I was in the army, we had a magazine and basically we had a for sale and wanted part in the back. And my mate Ted put in there, wanted a diplomacy course for Corporal James. Very diplomatic, I think. But yeah, that's one of my anti-superpowers. What's your proper superpower? But what is my proper superpower? <laughs> oh, now that is a, that's a really hard question that, to answer. I think I will say I'm good at working with people. When we film, because obviously clients are not performers. And when we actually film with them, immediately you get this kind of apprehension. And I think one of my superpowers is getting them to calm down and then to actually start to perform and to perform well. So I think I'm a good communicator in that Mm -hmm. sense, that I can get them to understand what it is we want them to do rather than just thinking, oh, God, we should get it. Because that doesn't work. And I think that doesn't work, not just in filming, but in a lot of things in life. If people don't understand something, then it's not necessarily their fault. Now, if you've explained it 50 times in 50 different ways, then my intolerance kicks in. (laughs) (laughs) And my anti-superpower takes over. But I think, yeah, you know, being, being able to work with people and to direct them, if you like. Yeah, I think that's a good superpower. I think everybody needs a calming influence especially if you're not used to filming I remember doing the filming we did for digital knowledge I think which is on your LinkedIn profile to talk about the work that we've done with you and you put us at ease it feels sometimes a little bit like it's not a real situation is it and you've been asked to talk about something so I think you need that calming influence when you're doing the line of work that you're doing especially if you're directing people to 
starring yeah. videos. It's, it's funny because that's where humor. I, I like to use humor, as you know, as yeah. you remember. Uh-huh. I like to use humor to take the edge off the atmosphere. And you're right. It's, when you put people in that position, sometimes it can be like really startled in the headlights type of mm-hmm. situation. That was the testimonial you did for us, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I think it, that's why I like humor. Humor can take the edge off a situation a lot better and sometimes being a bit cheeky as well so one of the things that i like to ask guests is about our superpowers so i'd love to hear what your uh, superpowers but then i'd also love to know if this is okay with you what reagan's superpowers are what buddy's superpowers were and what fresno's superpowers because they're all part of your journey and i really think uh, it'd be quite special to do something around that today so what are your superpowers to start with my superpowers i think i am a fighter Uh I think I don't shut down. I will not stop. So I break, (laughs) but I'm not broken. And I always say, I don't care what life hands at me. My feet are going to hit the floor the next day and I'm fighting. And so I think that desire to always find good, to always look for a light, even when it's real dark for several days, I will never stop Mm -hmm. looking for a reason to smile, a reason to love, a reason to touch somebody else's life and to allow myself to be changed by other people around me. I've always been like that. I've always wanted to connect with people. I've always wanted to make people smile. And I think the older I'm getting, the more permission I'm giving myself to be vulnerable, which Mm -hmm. to many people is viewed as a weakness. But to me, it's been the most freeing superpower, I think is my vulnerability. And that vulnerability has allowed me to touch people's lives and to be touched in return. So I think people will use that as a weapon for many circumstances, but I think I would take the risk of letting it be wielded as a weapon against me because of the beauty that that vulnerability has allowed me. And I I had a girl just reach out the other day and I had no idea she was watching podcast talks I had done or any of the things that I was sharing. And she said, you've given me so much light when I didn't think I had it. And I thought that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's why we share. And so uh-huh. I'd say my vulnerability in my fight. I love that. Let's talk about Reagan then. So she's an amazing oh. six and a half year old little girl. She's great. She has wisdom uh-huh. is her superpower. <laughs> she was thrust into a situation I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy mm-hmm. to, to witness and to lose her best friend. And yet she's been this constant, kind, strong resilient little being who Mm -hmm. always has the right wisdom to give me, whether it's been about the loss of her dad, she'll remind me sometimes I'm sad and she'll put her hand on my heart and she's don't forget mama, daddy's right here. or Daddy's watching (laughs) us or these kinds of things. But she's also whispered things to me about business or different ideas that I'm going, who are you? She's this 80 year old woman (laughs) whispering (laughs) wisdom to me. She'll say, mom, you've got to give yourself grace. It's beautiful because you made it. And you've got to be okay with how beautiful it is. And I'm going, cause I was crying about the book. Cause it, I, the, one of the colors was off or something. She's like, mom, it's so perfect because you made it and it's beautiful. You've got to trust that. And I went, who are you? So I think she has this ultimate wisdom. And then because of what she's been through, I tell her, I, I do not minimize the struggle. I let her know this is unfair. This is hard. This is heavy. This is really difficult. But I also remind her, don't forget that you will forever be more empathetic, more understanding and a better human being because of what you've been through. Mm -hmm. And so I think her empathy and her wisdom would be her superpowers. Oh, bless her. What an amazing little girl. And I think there's so much. Children are so good at getting through. They're so resilient uh, and get us through some difficult situations sometimes. 
so observant as well. She picks up on everything, even things I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that she picks up on. And so I think that there's beauty in that and there's humor in that, you know, where I say, oh, I didn't know you were listening. I didn't know that you had understood that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much wisdom in children and they, they are so resilient. I think we don't give them enough credit for how resilient they can be and uh, what they can teach us. I think we should listen out of the mouth of babes. We can learn. That's so exactly right. There is, there's these, I think people speak through them. It's some, some really amazing things <laughs> that have come from her that have helped me as well. And, and then if we're able, could you tell us about uh, Buddy and what his superpowers are? Oh man, he was just an amazing person. It's uh -huh. great when you talk about superpowers in him, Reagan actually called him Superman. Oh. And so I remember one of the images that allowed me to find peace was when he passed away in the hospital. Instead of the imagery of, of that last scene, I remember re reframing it and, and thinking he's got the Superman cape on, he's going to heaven and he's going to watch over us forever. He was the greatest cheerleader in the world. I think there's so much beauty in someone who unapologetically loves the people around him. Mm -hmm. And that was Buddy. He, when I first met him, I said, you tell me about yourself. All he talked about was his family and how much <laughs> he loved them. It wasn't about, he didn't define himself as a career man. He didn't define himself as the athlete that everybody, he was a college athlete in yeah. multiple sports. He didn't define himself like that. Everybody else did. He defined himself as a lover of people and his family. And when we got paired with him, you could tell his life was his girls. That was it. And, and it didn't matter what else was going on in his world. He always knew when he closed that door, he was in his safe space with the girls that he loved. And so he was born to be a dad. He taught me so much about motherhood, about oh. what it meant to believe in myself. And so I think his unapologetic love and commitment to empowering the, the people in his life was his superpower. And I will forever be grateful for Superman sitting up in heaven. <laughs> He's still cheering me on when I, when I doubt myself, I think about how proud he is yeah. of us, both I'm of sure. us yeah. and what he would, yeah, what he would want. I will tell you one of the greatest gifts he ever gave me was telling me he wanted me to love and live. And if anything ever happened to him, please do not let my life in. Do you know what I mean? Like make sure that I continue to just dream big and love hard and work hard and do these things because he's like, you deserve it. We had our own losses with very close friends right before he died. His best friend had passed away. Right. And so I think that had given us insight into talking and planning and, uh -huh. and making sure we gave each other permission for a life after each other. And so now I can almost, it almost feels that was divine as well, because yeah. I can just see him sitting up in heaven and be like, listen, we talked about this. <laughs> I want you to really rock and roll. And he will forever be that power inside of me, that energy inside of me. So unapologetic love and in this ultimate ability to cheerlead, even in the darkest situations was his superpower. Wow. He sounds like a, an amazing man. And I'm sure all that wisdom he's passed down to Reagan as well but I think the lesson that I heard in that as well uh, and for our listeners is that he didn't define himself by his career or you know these societal labels that placed upon us and he, he lived for life and love and I think we should all do that more so thank you for, for sharing that of course I think I that's something that has allowed me to do that yeah. it's giving myself the permission of remember Ash that's not who you were that's not who you are it's yeah. qualities and great accomplishments you've done but that's not who you are at your core and then lastly, let's talk about Fresno, because this is probably going out after Christmas, but it's Halloween in a few days. I would imagine 
Fresno, this is, is in his element right now, is he in Halloween round the corner? He's so happy, but I'll <laughs> tell you, Fresno's got a great life, even when it's not Halloween. And the book is this year long, year round story of friendship, compassion, oh. empathy, inclusion. So definitely not just a Halloween celebration, but Fresno's celebrating right now because he can be out and about and no one's going to judge him. And that's the big message <laughs> um, in the book. But Fresno's superpower, oh my goodness. One, he was that spark of magic in our lives. He's the one that inspired me alongside his best friend, Reagan, to actually write. So I would say he's got a lot of inspirational powers that he has, but he's also, I think, sensitive and able to escape judgment, but it's with the help mm -hmm. of Reagan. Yeah. Being able to say, it's okay if everybody doesn't celebrate you or you're not everybody's cup of tea because you're going to be the right group's cup of tea. And what Fresno discovers along this journey with Reagan is that he's valuable, more valuable than he knew. And that if you keep trying, you don't give up, that you're going to find the place you're supposed to be. And for him, it was alongside his best friend, Reagan. So I do think, I think it's that willingness to continue to put yourself out there and to be exposed, even when you might be judged for it. Mm -hmm. That's definitely Fresno's. I've learned a lot from him because I think before all of this, I might not have been willing to be as vulnerable. And yet Fresno, even when made fun of, even when not included, even when you know people are mean to him, he said, I'm going to keep trying because I want to have the friendship I want to have a life where I'm loved and, and happy. And he finds that in Reagan. My main superpower is being able to give an alternate perspective to mm. people about their stories. So being able to say, somebody tell me their story and, and they show me the negative aspect to it, I can show them the positive aspect to it. Yeah. And I can do it very easily. So being able to show a different perspective to something that you've always thought as a negative. For example, Example, my family knows that I'm a control freak. I am, everything is in its place. Everything has at home. And when it's not in its place, it upsets me. But when I got hired on at my company, all they saw was I was extremely well organized and I could find things that they lost. So even though my family thinks that it's a negative, my workplace thinks it's a positive. Yeah. So being able to see that those character flaws that we think we have are actually can be really good in a mm -hmm. different setting. And it's being able to see how also those things that are good in a corporate setting, for example, I learned a lot of legalese and I can write a contract, but talking to my husband, he doesn't want me to use 8,000 words to say something that only <laughs> use three sentences. Yeah. But I can do that. Uh -huh. So you have to learn where to use those different skill sets properly. So I really hope you have enjoyed today's show. Just a quick reminder that the Visualize and Thrive waitlist is now open. You can enter your details at visualizeandthrive.com. All of the details are on that page of what is involved and included in the Visualize and Thrive membership. But basically, you'll get access to trainings, guest experts, guided visualizations, guided meditations, affirmations, co-working spaces, and amazing community. So head on over there, leave your details, and I shall be back in touch when the doors open for the membership. Another thing I want to mention is that I've moved the visualization vault over to Samcart. I'm really enjoying and loving Samcart so much. That's where my book is hosted, and it just made 
total sense to move the visualization vault over there as well. So if you want to have a peek at the visualization vault, you can head to visualizationvault.com. Or as always, you are welcome in my free Facebook community. Okay, guys, I shall speak to you all very soon. Bye-bye. Okay, so that's all for today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any aha moments, tag me in your social media stories and please, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. It'll really help me out. Until next time, remember to visualize you.